Hey humans, welcome back to episode nine. Wow. That's it, actually kind of crazy. That's wild. <laughs> we're really doing it. Remember when we said we were going to make a podcast and here we are making a fucking podcast? I would say episode nine makes it feel pretty real. It's very real. If you didn't know already, this is Rambling with Purpose. I'm Daisy. And I am Kath. And we're really stoked to be here at our second snack pack. Um, we got new snacks, uh, one of which is based on a recommendation. Don't give it away. What? Oh, I'm not going to say it. I'm okay, not going to say okay. it yet. Don't worry. But I, one of the snacks is from a recommendation from a listener, which like, thank you for the engagement. Appreciated. Love hearing um, snack recommendations. It's what I <laughs> long for. <laughs> we, we live for snacking. Yeah. So I'm definitely excited to get into those at one point. But um, before we do that, how how we doing, baby? We're doing good. But I do want to take a moment for everyone to take a deep breath because I think I need a deep breath. So I would okay. like to take one. I love Ready? that. Ready? Three. Listeners, you too. Three, two, one. See? A little more space. It's like hard to slow down, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> That's what I, I just put my I just put my like work hat away and now I'm putting my podcast hat on. So I was like, hold on, I need a sec to like decompress. Yeah. I you know? like that. Yeah, you need like a switch from those energies for sure. Yeah, but I'm doing I'm doing really well. Can you believe that? I can, but the way you're looking at me makes me think there's more to that statement, Kathy. I mean, there's always more to every <laughs> statement, you know, but, um, no, I, I'm doing really good. I've been doing really good. I'm focusing on myself and, you know, taking time for myself holding and space for yourself, holding space for myself. Love it. Yeah. I'm doing really well. How are you? That's awesome. I'm doing pretty good. I definitely had a little bit of just like a more stressful start to the week, just mm. like Yesterday was just a lot. I, I had a meeting I wasn't ready for, and then I had to finish a report, and then I I had a lot of phone conversations, and I was trying to buy flight tickets, which, like, guys never buy flight tickets the same month that you're flying because it was extremely exhausting, and I'm still annoyed that I had to put myself through that. But Also, why did you never ask me for help? I book flights for I know you do, but I was just like, oh, I can do this real quick, and then it wasn't quick <laughs> at all. <laughs> It's stressful, but it's all set and good to go now. But yeah, just like a little bit of a stressful start to the week, but overall pretty good. I did have a realization today, which um, is definitely off tangent with where we're going today, but perfect um, rambling, baby. I, I was listening to an episode that's about to come out tomorrow, actually episode six. And we talk a lot about holding space. And I know we talk about that in a lot of other episodes too, but we kind of dive more into it. And I was thinking about it and I was, you know, we talked, we've, we've talked a lot about how I, how I, I like holding space for other people. It feels mm -hmm. very natural for me and easy for me to do. It's a lot harder for me to take space for yourself, not like from, from other people. Oh, receiving space. Yeah. Like accepting space from other people. I like, I like don't know how to do that as well. I think it's, I think I get like anxiety about the focus being on me mm. and it makes it harder for me to actually like figure out what I need that space for. And then I like clam up and I'm like, what, what do you need? <laughs> I like flip it so quick. Right. And, and it, Sorry. Also, no, just ahead. to re reiterate, like holding uh, holding space, like someone someone giving you the support that you need in that moment. Right. Yes. Yeah. I like, just wanted to clarify. I just struggle to take that support or even like ask for it. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm really good at just being like, I'm good, you know, and like that's not a bad thing. But I know that like a lot of the time when I like dive more into it, I'm like, oh, 
oh, she's not as good as she thought she was. Well, that's that's completely normal, though, because I think everybody has a problem with asking for help. Absolutely. I mean, that's exactly what I was talking about. You know, I'm not used to everyone helping me out. You know, I was going through a really hard time and I only got through it because I'm still going through it, but I'm only getting through it because of the support that I received without asking for. Right. So I totally understand that because I felt the same exact way. You know, I'm like, why are all these people helping me? Because we love you. Yeah. And you deserve it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I just, I struggle to find that space or to seek that space or, or to take advantage of it or, or, or put it, you know, put myself out there in those moments, like when it is made available. Mm -hmm. So Something I've realized through listening back. Look at that. We we brought our self realizations. <laughs> Just taught yourself something. That's so cool. Seriously. So definitely something I want to work more towards because it's like as much as I'm there for my friends, like I want to be able to give them the space to do that for me too. Yeah. You know, literally when, while you were just saying this, I literally just like put a mental note and I was like, mental note, checking on Daisy giving her the support that she needs without asking for it. Oh, you're the best. Because you need that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I and I I appreciate you making that mental note because I feel like that will be valuable for and, me. And also I feel like I feel like you're right. Like I don't think you've asked for support in a long time. Yeah. But also that doesn't mean you don't need it. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like on surface level, like I'm good on the day to day. But like that's fine and well, but it's good to dive deeper. You know what I mean? And I feel like anytime the, the script gets flipped to me and it's like, what, how are you at? Like, what are you doing? You know? And it's like, mm, I don't know. That's really funny you say that. Cause I just had a realization, um, after our, our recording of that previous episode, um, I'm talking to, sorry, sorry, people, you don't know how my brain works. I'm talking about, you know, holding space in that, in that episode that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But, um, I realized that I don't hold enough space for myself, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I reach out a lot. I'm really good at asking for help. I, I mean, I guess I'm not good at asking for help, but like in this instance, in this situation that I've been going through, like I have been really good at asking for help and relying right. on my friends, but also I'm starting to realize that I want to, I want to start relying on myself more mm-hmm. and figuring out what I've been doing. So that's what I've been focusing on lately is like, how can I support myself in this moment? You know, right. it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for support, but what can you also do for yourself? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I, my, my partner, Gavin, I hope you don't feel like I'm calling you out. Love you, Gab. <laughs> Fully, full of love. Um, like he definitely does struggle with like alone time and like like just sitting in that and sitting with himself and like yeah. he'll find himself on the phone Same. or you know scrolling, which is what we all do. But like he has so many passions, so he'll be like, oh dang, I wish I was playing the piano. I wish I, I wish I was doing this. So it, I, it's it's interesting once you get that perspective, how you can try and like use that awareness to change your behaviors or change the way that you respond to those things. And that's what I'm going to try and do. And I appreciate you being on board with me. Yeah. I'm always on board, baby. (laughs) You're the best. Um, okay. These snacks are staring me in the face. Snack pack episode. (laughs) Let's get into snacks. Yes. Okay. I should really make jingles. Yeah. Why not? You'd probably get paid some good money for it. Somebody hit me up. I want to make a jingle. How do we How do we get paid for that? Make a jingle with my <laughs> fucking voice. We just sing our way through life anyway. All right. The first snack of the snack pack episode. Can it be this one? Yeah. Yay. Okay. This was recommended 
Mm, was it Ange? It was, was Angelique. Ange. We love you, Ange. She is an incredible, I don't want to downplay it by saying the wrong words, but photographer, editor, producer. She's like doing like a photo-based like story series right now. And it's incredible. I think her Instagram name is Whack Artist R.I. Yes. I love that you shouted her out at Whack Artist <laughs> R.I. Yeah. Angelique has started this amazing passion project and Ange, please correct us if we're wrong, but she's been directing and filming her own short movies and like short series. Yeah. And that's what that's those social posts are from. Yeah. Um, one of our best friends was in it. Miranda. Miranda. And she is at Miranda dot on dot the dot move. Miranda on the move with periods in the middle. Okay. I love it. Moving on. Okay. Angelique is amazing. Um, she's been filming and directing and editing her own series and she's incredible. And she also has really great snack taste. Yeah. So I've never tried this before she recommended white cheddar Cheeto puffs um and I'm very excited to try them because I anyone who I mentioned that recommendation to was like oh yeah those are prime time spoiler alert I have tried them and they're fucking fire yeah this is my first time so drink every time I drop the f-bomb <laughs> Kathy's on it today <laughs> fuck 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 all right so Cheetos puffs going in I got new Valentine's Day nails just for that ASMR I'm just oh. kidding those for me but just worked out really well okay there's my little snack pack of Cheetos. <laughs> I love it. All right. They're cute. They're like... Um, Honestly, I'm not into ASMR, but like every time you do it, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Maybe I'm just into it's you. It's a compliment. That must be it. <laughs> um, okay. So they're like a normal puff Cheeto, but they already seem harder and less cheesy. They're like white, kind of yellow. Because they white. also are like the simply ones. So it's supposed to be like simple ingredients or all that bullshit. Right. For a Cheeto. So, right. like, take oh, it with a grain one. of salt. Yeah, please. All right, so here's me, like, tapping on it. Oh, my God, it's so tappy. All right, go. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. <laughs> I made that loud. I hope it annoyed you. Wow. So good. Oh, no. But they're, like, a mild, like, white cheddar flavor. It's good. You know what I mean? It's still got a zing to it, though. Mm-hmm. Wow, that crunch was everything. I'm eating another. Hey, also, well, sorry. Hey. <laughs> like moving my face against the mic. Um, snacks take priority here. Snacks are the priority. <laughs> also, while we're snacking, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. Yeah, this is was the actual ramble for today. So yeah. let's get into that. So we want to involve our lovely homie Hurley over here with this. So he's going to tell us a definition for imposter syndrome after we kind of talk about our perspectives on it or how we view what that concept is. So Daisy, what do you think? No, you go, you go. Okay. What do you think imposter syndrome is? So the way that I've experienced it and the way that I've come to understand it is that imposter syndrome is when you know that you're qualified to do something, you're capable of doing something, you either have the training or the expertise or the knowledge or the care or the consideration. It could be anything. I think a lot of the time it's applied more professionally, but in my mind, anything. That's where my mind goes to because yeah. I think of it in a professional setting for myself. Right. But I feel like it's, it's a more all-encompassing concept. And you're doubting any of those qualifications or capabilities. You're doubting your status within your ability to speak on that or act on it or show up in that, whatever it is. Um, yeah. So that's, that's generally what, how I view 
that concept. My, my view is pretty similar. Like imposter syndrome is when you are self-doubting yourself. I just did the same thing. We're pulling away from our mics so we can still snack while we define <laughs> imposter syndrome. Um, imposter syndrome blah, 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 is when, you ha- when you're you having self-doubt about yourself, whether it be in a personal setting, a professional setting, a social setting, um, Ooh, that, yeah, that, that you feel that you feel inadequate or that you feel as if you're not good enough for whatever experience or situation that you're in. So feeling like the uh, the curtain's gonna come up at some point and everyone's gonna be like, oh my God, she's a phony. Yeah. You know? Feeling That's, like a fraud. Right, feeling like a fraud, feeling like you aren't good enough for yourself or you're not good enough for your friends or your relationship or your professional setting or whatever it is. When actually you are well capable and well qualified and well experienced in whatever that is. I also, I was, I was talking to Hurley about this before and I feel like it's, imposter syndrome kind of goes into the emotional and the feelings of how you're feeling. You know, it's not, it's not you looking at what have I done in my life to receive this in my life. It's, Mm -hmm. it's the opposite, right? It's It's the self doubt. It's it's the insecurity. It's the, at least in my head, it's the inner narrative, the bitchy voice in my head that always tells me I'm not good enough or you're not pretty enough or you're not skinny enough or blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Sorry. Give us the, give us the, the wiki definition. All right. According to n.wikipedia.org. <laughs> Thank you, Wiki. Imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon, impostorism, fraud syndrome, and imposter experience is a physical, psychological pattern in which individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and is persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a, quote, fraud. Check. So you guys I think, got it. I think we Thank passed you. the test. I yep. think so, too. That actually was very... Um, Confirming. <laughs> I was really confirming. While we're doing so, now we have the definitions. Everybody sit on the definition. Think about what you think the definition is. Do you have any scenarios in your life that, that you're already you starting to like piece together? Right. And while we do that, we're going to introduce the next snack. Because <laughs> I want to eat. Get us back to the Duh. snacks. The next snack is oh, the OG classic, the Doritos 3D Crunch Spicy Ranch. I remember when these first came out, like... I don't know if it was in the 90s or the 2000s, but when they came out, they were like the small bags. Oh, it was so good. Okay, I said I'd never tried these, but now that you're talking back to like childhood, I I tried a version of these, an early version of these for sure. It's been years. They weren't around for a very long time and then they came back with them and they're better than ever. Really? Yeah. Better than So this is the spicy ranch. They also have like a a spicy nacho one, I think. I could be wrong. They do. Is it 3D, like 3D flavor? Oh, yes. Yeah, here you go. Harley, do you want a snack? I'm all set. (laughs) Whatever, dude. (laughs) Are you going to like throw it over here? Yeah, dude. You'll just Wait, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. This is my studio. I have to clean. We'll clean it up. We'll clean it up. (laughs) Come on, guys. Oh, (laughs) God. It was so off. (laughs) We're just going to throw it at him again. (laughs) All right. The floor Doritos. All right. (laughs) Okay, ready? Everyone at the same time. All right. One, two, three. So good. So crunchy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, they got a good Daisy, spice. Describe, describe the shape. Okay, they're a three-dimensional triangle. They're like, remember those like corn chips you'd put on your fingers? Yep. They're like that, but bugles. they're closed off. They're like bugles, but they're closed. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Brilliant. Thank I you. knew you could do it. 
Okay. So, oh, it's spicy. I like it. Now, in what instances in your life do you have imposter syndrome, Daisy? Oh, lordy. I mean, depending on the day, any any yeah. <laughs> situation, scenario, setting. Any time it just pops in to I say really hello. Could, really could, depending on where my insecurities are at that day. Um, most specifically, why I really wanted to talk about this topic is my imposter syndrome. Um, a little bit with the podcast, but also with work. So I'm going to start with work because that's where I feel it the most. I'm like a little bit of an... I don't know. Oh, God, I was going to use a word that I don't even know if I can pronounce. Novice? Novice? What the fuck is that? A new, a newbie? And oh, it's a novice, yeah. Novice. Thank yeah. you novice. for confirming. You're a newbie. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> 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 Hurley's on the wiki vibe. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a newbie, like being a, you know, a, a teacher. And there's certain settings where I feel very confident and capable. And, you know, like I, I went to school for this for pretty much the entirety of my life up until right. working. So I should feel valid and capable and confident in my abilities. And, you know, for the most part I do, obviously any any newbie is gonna feel a little like off and like a little uncertain and like insecure in their ability because it's your first time putting it to work, right? right? You're getting your footing. Exactly. And it's been a, you know, I'm, I'm in my, I'm about to be starting my third year. So I'm, about, I'm finishing my second year total of working. So. I have some, you know, uh, experience. You have boots on the ground, girl. <laughs> okay, but it's been chaotic, right? So, like, I started working, and then, like, three weeks later, COVID hit, and everything went remote. And then I anything that I learned had to then be done over a computer. So I had to learn technology in ways I didn't care to learn. Right. <laughs> of course, like, I did what I needed to do to, you know, make it accessible for everyone and whatever. But, like, I just made the experience a little bit different. Anywho... There are certain times when I compare myself to other teachers who are like preparing lessons months out and have their crafts and everything prepared and blah, 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 blah. Like I could not be that and I'm not going to be that. And that's okay. And most days I feel extremely valid in how I am as a teacher because I have extremely like great relationships with my students. I watch them make progress. I see them excited to come with me. I see them excited to work. And so that's all extremely validating. The only thing that's invalidating it is my insecurities. It's your thought process on it. Of It's your little, we should name our little bitchy voices in our head. Ugh. I don't know what mine is, but it's going to be a mean name. Well, then what something if we like need someone Nancy that's or something? That's my mother's name. Damn it. I always do that. <laughs> I literally always You're do that. You're just going because of negative Nancy. Yeah, that that's... is why I'm doing that. <laughs> Thank you for knowing my thought process. Mom, you are the opposite of a negative Nancy. You give Nancy's a good name. Mrs. Apollo, you're amazing. <laughs> and I love you so much. And I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like... It's not even like other teachers in my school, like we, you know, everyone does what works for their class. And, you know, I'm still figuring out what makes sense for my students, for me, what feels doable given my caseload and my workload and everything. So most days I feel confident in my ability to plan lessons and make them valuable to the students. But some days I'm like, oh gosh, I'm pulling out like another worksheet or like whatever, whatever. And like, I start to doubt myself when I see all these like Instagram teachers who are like so crafty, so creative and have time to make TikToks in addition to all that and still the energy to show up for themselves. Maybe, I don't know. They're tryhards. I'm just kidding. I'm not judging them at all. <laughs> They're doing a great job, but so are you. Thank you. And that's exactly it. Like, I know that I'm doing a good job. No, <laughs> no one's ever told me I'm not. Right. No one has ever told me in the two years I've been working that I'm 
not doing a good job. No one's told you you're not doing a good job because you're doing a good job. The only person who doesn't think you're doing a good job is your stupid voice in your head. Is that. And, like, the whatever is, like, in my, like, gut or in my ego that wants to bring me down and wants me to not feel confident in myself. And, and you know, there's other parts of it, too. Like, I, when I'm talking to parents, I mean, a lot of these parents are older than me. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids. Like, who am I to tell you ha- what you should be doing at home to f- further support your child? Half of them don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's sometimes I feel like, am I giving realistic expectations here? Am I creating enough of a bond so that I can give them recommendations and they feel comfortable taking them? So, and, and you know, I feel intimidated because, like, who am I? I mean, most of my students, there's like a 70% like Hispanic mixed uh, race students in my school. So mm-hmm. anywhere, any kind of mix of Hispanic and, you know, it's a, a lot of Hispanic and black kiddos. And so who am I as a white teacher, young teacher, just starting out to be acting like I know you or acting like I know or, or, or ha- yeah, it, it's tough to feel validated and, it, and it's my imposter syndrome, but it's also me finding my footing in all of that. Right. But also you already having that awareness of knowing that I don't know everything, especially like I, I'm, I'm coming in new to this. I also don't have kids. I'm also, I'm also white. Like I can't tell you what to do, you know, but you can offer those, those resources from a school perspective of yes. what can be helped. And the two things that I thought about while you were talking about that is one, I feel like, like think back to your schooling, right? Like yeah. the people that you remember or the teachers that you remember are the ones you had an emotional bond with. Yes. And I know you to a T <laughs> and I know that you're probably, if not better than all of those older teachers or all of those teachers who are going above and beyond and making all of these lesson plans or these crazy crafts and going out of their way to do that. You're spending time connecting with these kids and making sure that you actually impact them, not even from an educational perspective, but from like a personal perspective. Yeah. They're all humans, even if they're tiny. Exactly. They're (laughs) mini humans and you're shaping the world. And that's really important, which is stressful and gives me imposter syndrome sometimes, but also valid. And I have the training and I have the heart to do it and get the job done and, and, that is valid. Right. And the second thing I wanted to say that you were saying is, you know, like, or you're like older colleagues or something, you know, I feel like that, I mean, I shouldn't like put a sugarcoating sentence on it, but I'm going to do so. Like, I feel like that also comes with like any, any job or any experience, you know, the older senior people are always going to like treat you like the kid, you know what I mean? Like, right. and that, and that happens, but also you know, you, you'll learn things from them, but they'll also probably be learning things from you. And I will say like a lot of, and, and, and I'm not putting any of my you right, know, coworkers right. down. They are incredible people. Everyone like does what works for them in their classrooms. And I've made some great relationships with women who aren't the same age as me and are the same age as me. And, and I'm so grateful for a lot of their support and their, um, you know, just like sharing ideas, sharing materials, like just like, you know, such, is it sussing through problems? Is that sure. how you say it? Sure, that's how I it's say it. It's your podcast. <laughs> um, and just like, and I'm so grateful for that because it just makes me feel so much grounded within the school community. Mm-hmm. And that goes, and that helps with the imposter syndrome too. So building those relationships, not being scared to engage with these people as a human professional, professional human. Like both. Yeah, it just, it feels weird sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'll just do my thing and da-da-da. But I'm like, no, I need to engage more. That's what helps me help the kids more, you know? So it all, it all 
comes together. And absolutely. And, 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 you know, when you have more years under your belt, you have more materials under your belt. You've got more things collected, more ideas like that you've seen work and you've trialed and errored already. So you know what works and you know what doesn't. And that goes such a long way and allows for so much time to do X, Y, and Z else on top of, you know, what's expected. So, I mean, there's so many factors to it, but yeah, I, I will say, I know it's not intended, but I've been called like hun a couple of times by a few of the, my my colleagues and mm -hmm. that you know, I it hate makes when people call me honey, it, sweetheart. Ugh. I've gross. gotten sweetheart a few times too. And kid. it's extremely oh, God, well intended. Kid. It doesn't feel that way. Right. It makes me feel belittled, it makes me feel younger, it makes me feel less than. Mhm. Mm and I haven't found a way to communicate that back. It doesn't happen regularly enough. For me to be like, hey, this has happened a few times. Like, I don't know. I, I guess if it does, I would kind of make mention of it. And if it was ever to call like, them hun back, you know, I, I, actually, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bitch. But. No, no, but that's the thing is like I do. Hi, I call like my students like I'll say hun or friend or kiddo or buddy. Like I'll use terms of endearment kind of like that. And some kids are like, that's not my name. And so I'll, I'll call them by their name. But, you know, so I have kind of considered it almost because it's not but it's not to. It's not to disrespect anyone. Right. It's more so to be like, to like even the playing field almost and just be like, hey, like, okay, if you're going to call me, hun, I'm going to call you, hun. And it's going to be this casual, friendly thing and not this, like, I recognize that you're, you're younger me. than me. And it's not even, it's not even necessarily I'm above you. It's, it's just like, you're a younger teacher. And so I'm going to call you, hun. And I don't know. I, I feel like as a woman, as a femme, like that is belittling. Mm -hmm. Even if it's coming from other women. I mean, not to segue, segue you off of what you were saying, but Go I ahead. feel like it's just going into, like, I feel the exact same way about my professional. I get a lot of imposter syndrome with my job. Like, sometimes I'm like, how in the hell am I doing this? Like, every day I'm like, how am I doing this? How did I get this job? <laughs> how do I do my job every day? Ugh. Like, and also I started talent buying, so I'm booking, like, artists that we book in our, our clubs and such, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I've, I've shadowed for a long time and I'm learning right. as I go, but like, there's a lot of stuff that comes right off the belt. Like I'm just winging it, dude. Like, I mean, with help, obviously, mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. course, I'm not just like slinging offers and you have the background to be able to wing it right at but, the level that you're at. But now. that little voice in my head always likes to second guess myself mm -hmm. and, I'm, and the voice in my head at least says like, you're not good enough. You're, you don't have the most experience. And I do that a lot in social settings when I'm in quote unquote professional environments, but it's a little different with my job. It's like, if I go to like a festival or something, or if I see like tour managers or something that I have the same level of experience with, but I always think of them as above me or that they're better than me or that I'm not good enough or that I'm not cool enough or right. something like that. And like, you know? what is that based in? And what is that based in? Not just, reality. Just my insecurities and just my thought process. And yeah. also, I don't know how they view me. And it's honestly, that's that was the other thing I wanted to say about what you were saying is that we are not in control of how others view us. We are only in control yes. of ourselves and our own thought processes. So to be productive for our own journey in this human shell is to focus on what you can control. We cannot control that. Right. So we have to focus on what we can control. And what we can control is <sighs> knowing that we have the experience, we have the skill set, and we're also just bad fucking bitches. <laughs> That's right. Shaping the world and making people have fun at music events and making people have fun maybe making people yeah. enjoy life 
That's important, dude. But yeah, I get that all the time. And I'm like, how the hell do I do this? And I do that a lot with my friendships, um, my relationships. I oh, mean, yeah. I always I always thought that like back with my ex. Like, I'm like, you definitely don't like me, dude. Ugh. Turns out I was right. Mm. <laughs> mm. Just kidding. Just a friendly joke about oh, my heartbreak. It's fine. God. Oh, God. We all process how we need to process. And we process how we need to. And that's with a little sarcasm. Yeah, exactly. Another thing that gives me a lot of anxiety or imposter syndrome is like identifying a kid as having difficulties in areas. Ooh, that's tough. I'm like, I know that I have the training and I have the knowledge to be able to do that. That's why I have the title that I do. But oh my gosh, like who, <laughs> who am I to do it's, that? It's like the little voice in your head is like, what if you're wrong? Exactly. What if you're wrong? I'm like, what if I, what if I scored this wrong? What if I'm interpreting that wrong? What if I'm weighing this factor too heavy or weighing this factor too light? What if they still need me? What if they really don't need me and I'm wasting their time? Like, but also ooh, that also goes ooh. into, you know, trusting your gut, trusting your skill set, and knowing like at the end of the day, I mean, worst case scenario, right? If you did mess something up, Spoiler alert, you're a human too. Yeah. <laughs> and you make mistakes. Yeah. And that's okay. And, and I'm valid. sure there's many other teachers in this world who have mistakenly did something by accident. Absolutely. And I think it's just like it's okay. It's just any any sense of doubt, it's utilizing my resources. And like for anyone listening too, like if you're feeling a sense of doubt or like, oh my gosh, it, am I okay to make this big decision? Like utilize your resources. Like I've talked to people who I went to school with. Like I've reached out to my mentor, my department head. I've, you know, like literally looked at my, like my, my license website, like to get more information. So it's just like, use your resources. Like don't feel stuck in your head. It can be time consuming and exhausting. And a lot of the times working in schools, like you're, we're overbooked for time anyways, mm -hmm. but, but it's, you know, it's for the kids. So, so don't let your insecurities like get in the way of your capabilities, but also like do your research if you need to do your research to feel more confident in your decisions and right. your capabilities. Right. I do the same thing. I go to my mentor who has been doing this for 10 plus years and he helps me like, you know, obviously uh, he helps me with like my thought process on this, but I do like he, uh, he started challenging me being like, well, what do you think? Right. So then I'm like, whoa, teacher mode. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I think. What do I think? But then I have to think about what I think. But also that, I feel like that's just a great point. Like just don't don't get to yourself. I don't know where I was <laughs> going exactly, with that. Well, Honestly, I, mean, I really that, lost it. That's okay. <laughs> Ramble, baby. Ramble. But one thing I do know that I want to say yeah. is uh, you get imposter syndrome. I don't really know if this is imposter syndrome. I mean, this uh, imposter syndrome is basically just like insecurities and your little doubting ego your in your head. Doubting your true and, abilities. Yeah, doubting your true abilities. But I do that a lot with um, my, f my physical self. Is that, what, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say my appearance. There we okay, go. That's yeah. the right word. Um, Physical self -worth. But I do that all the time. I'm like, how the fuck am I in this amazing group of hot girls? I'm one of them. I don't get it. Duh. I don't get it. Duh. I don't get it. <laughs> and also I'll do, you know, the comparisonitis and be like, oh, I'm not like as pretty as that person or I'm not as skinny as that person. Well, guess what? There's only one Kathy Brenson on this planet and I'm fucking great. Yeah. And I, I should remember that. Claps to me. I'm going to have a Cheeto. <laughs> As you should. Yeah, dude, I get it. I get it. Uh, I mean, I think we've, I think we've talked about this in a previous podcast. Like it's hard to not compare yourself. Our brain works by comparing situations to figure out what our next move is, right. like to make our choices, like whatever it is, but then we over apply it and it hurts us. Right. <laughs> it's silly. And it's, 
you know, all part of the checking ourselves. Yeah, it's a matter of checking yourself. It's a matter of going with your gut, but knowing the difference between a gut and a self-deprecating voice or thought pattern in your head. Yeah. And that's really hard sometimes, mm-hmm. but you have to learn how to decipher, okay, is actually, this is something that I've been trying to do lately is like when I have a thought or I have an idea or an action that I want to do, I try to think, is this serving me? Yes. Is this thought process serving me? Is this thought process of Daisy thinking that she's not good enough at her job serving right. her? No. Right. Is the thought process of Kathy thinking she's not good enough at her work. I can't stop her. smiling. That no. just makes me so happy that that's what you're doing in your brain right now because goddamn girl, you have come far. I mean, I'm fucking trying. That's all I can do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I'm literally like, mm, that makes me so happy. Is real. We're trying real hard. Sometimes Absolutely, I'm really it. sad. Sometimes I'm really happy. And you guys caught me in a good mood. <laughs> well, I just want to talk about one more setting of imposter syndrome which is this podcast oh same I forgot about that (laughs) yeah we're like sitting here telling you guys like a bunch of information and you know we gave you the disclaimer that we're not professionals but it also feels really fucking weird that very clear (laughs) it feels so weird sometimes because I'm like we don't know what the fuck we're doing no no and and that's where it comes from it's it's where you we're creating a space where we can share ideas and hold ourselves accountable because we know that this is beneficial for us and helps keep us in better mind spaces and exploring more growth within ourselves and capturing that to hope in hopes that it can benefit others too. And they can find truth as well. It's when we start to be like people like when our brain is like, no one should listen to you. Like who, who are you to tell anyone anything? It's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to force anyone to do like, listen, like stop playing myself up here. Like, come on, slow down. I feel like it's about us, at least in this instance with imposter syndrome, with the podcast is, is going, not letting our clouded little voices in our head cloud the way, what am I trying to say? I'm, Cloud the approach, cloud the approach. Like, what is the purpose of this podcast? Why did we start this podcast? The reason we started this podcast is because I was trying to help myself get to a better place. And we wanted to pass that along to other people. That's the only purpose of this podcast is to make sure that we're helping ourselves and spreading a message that somehow helps at least one person, maybe exactly. even half a person. Just so it's out there. So, so, you know, hopefully if someone was to listen to it, they could resonate with something. It's not, it's not about, it's not about the social posts. It's not about the listens. It's not about exactly. our demo that we've been focusing on lately. Uh-huh. It's about helping people feel like they're not alone. Yeah. Because you're not alone. Exactly. And and not feeling, yeah, not feeling wild in your brain. It is a little wild in there, but at least you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. All right. Well, I feel like that's our, that's our ramble. I know, that is our ramble. Okay, follow us, show us some love, let us know how you're doing. Um, where do you have imposter syndrome and how are you checking it? Leave it at the door. Let us know how you're doing that. Um, and think about these thoughts. Is, is... Are these thoughts serving me? Are these, yeah, are these thoughts serving me? That's are they all I really based got. in truth or are they based in insecurity? And is it just an inner narrative that you've been telling yourself? Yeah, could be. Probably. Usually is. Change that shit. Most perspectives are usually that. Perspectives <laughs> are bullshit. Let's just throw them all out the window <laughs> and just live. Oh, thank you so much as always for listening. It is 
makes us feel bubbly and happy in our tummies. And we hope you feel bubbly and happy too. <laughs> Thanks, gang. We'll talk to you soon. Later.